0: Should I tell my ball story? <laughs> yeah, man. Butterscotch ball- Shenanigans! Hey, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with Butterscotch, episode number 15. Woo! Uh, my name is Sam. I'm Seth. And I'm Adam. And we are Butterscotch Shenanigans. We're a three brother indie game dev studio making a sweet game called Crash Lands. And Actually, we made a bunch of other ones too. We yeah. did already. But well, you can just Google those. Later. They're done. Uh, we have we have some important things to talk about. Also, yeah. some not important things to talk about. No, it's um, all important, Sam. I guess. Yeah. Since we're talking about it. Yeah. We yeah. wouldn't talk about. It. We wouldn't waste your time, listeners. No. Um, one interesting note is that uh, we're going into a sort of a weird period for this next month. I have my my stem cell transplant, which should be the final cancer treatment forever. Transplant dose. And I'm getting some. 28-year-old's immune system from the East Coast. I'm pretty sure he gets to keep a copy also. It's like pirating. I'm pirating an immune system over the next month. Well, technically, you're paying for it, so. (laughs) That's true. Well, he's not getting paid. He's not getting paid. I'm paying a distributor. Even though he's the content creator. Yeah. Story of the world right now, right? Does he have a copyright? Does he have a copyright on his immune system? I hope not. Cause I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a you're gonna guys. be a You're gonna be duping that thing for the rest <laughs> of your life. Uh, so that'll start uh, actually this Friday. Uh, I've been doing some some pre radiation stuff. Radiation starts on Friday. Get admitted on Sunday. And what that means for all you lovely listeners is that the next four podcasts are probably actually just gonna be Adam and Seth. Yeah. Uh, Not because Sam won't be up for it, but because for some reason the internet at the hospital is so terrible that you can't even really use Skype. Yeah. yeah. So, Which hospital? Is this is.
1: Barnes Jewish. Barnes Jewish. Barnes Jewish in St. Louis. Get it? If any of you are administrators of that we, hospital? I think. I think
0: broadcast. most of our listeners pretty, are hospital Pretty are sure ninety percent of our audience at least. But I don't
1: know if they're for that hospital.
0: Yeah, no, they're all for that hospital. That's <laughs> okay. almost all of our players are. Barnes- that probably Jewish explains why healthcare
1: is so expensive. Well, I found out. Yeah.
0: So I played League of Legends during my last stay for two days, and then they blocked it on the router level. i'm Pretty yeah. sure because I was sucking. I was sucking down so much bandwidth in my Bronze well, they had almost matches. no bandwidth to start with, so. That's true. He yeah. used all of the hospital's bandwidth by playing lids. um So I'll be getting some radiation and then a new uh, immune system. And I do have one funny story that I I really want to share. Tell mildly, it. Mildly inappropriate so keep the children out of the room. For the but match. you should yeah. have, have kept minutes. them
1: out in the first place. Yeah, or just always. Um, always
0: don't, let don't let children in any rooms. Yeah, they just... They, just they belong. belong outside they don't only. <laughs> in the woods. Uh, so what happened was I went to get uh, what's called the ra- the radiation dress rehearsal on Wednesday. And during this, they basically draw a bunch of lines on you with sharpie. I look, I'm I'm covered in crosshairs right now. Of course, now. the bridesmaids and groomsmen are standing off to the right, side. Right, right, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got a dress, dress rehearsal dinner sort yeah. of situation. Yeah, um, you have to
1: give speeches and all that good stuff.
0: It's, yeah. so I go into this, and you're in like you near know, the dungeon, which is the radi- radiation oncology is always in the basement, right? 'Cause they're shooting lasers and stuff down there. They, they don't. don't want anybody to see it. So Or I guess um, do they
1: not want the stray radiation to go radiate other random people?
0: I w- that's what I would wait. Yeah, it only goes down, so <laughs> yeah, it in the bottom of the <laughs> So I walk into this room, it's kinda of dungeony, um, and the nurse says, Okay, I need you to lay down on this uh, on this trash bag here. Which, you know, if you're in a hospital and they're like laying on a trash bag, it's kinda of like a kind of a red Was flag. It a literal <laughs> trash bag? It was actually a black trash bag like you would buy from the grocery store. Nice. Okay, so they charge you eight hundred dollars. That they trash probably bag. did. <laughs> so I, laid, did. Uh, I laid down this thing, and then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna make a mold of your body to make sure you're in the same spot every time." So then they get out what appeared to be, and I think actually was, uh, foam insulation. They just bought it at
1: Ace Hardware, I imagine. Probably from the hardware probably asbestos. store. And then they just poured yeah.
0: it in the into the bag that I was laying on, and then. Uh, had this huge piece of tape, like Scotch tape, that they just put on the bag to cover it. So I'm laying there, and it's getting like hot. You know, real high tech operation, super super yeah. high tech operation, and the uh, it's getting hot, and the whole thing's sort of rising up. And uh, as I'm sitting there, the thing slowly starts to cool, and they're like, okay, so uh, so the next part of this is, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna need you to put, to put, and I said, oh, my goods, meaning, of course, you know, male testicles, but you need to be, need the to old, be, the old twig and berries, they need to be protected, <laughs> uh, and so I said, oh, my goods, you know, I kind of cut her off, and she said, yeah, you got yeah, you're gonna need to put your goods inside what we call this clamshell, and for those of you who aren't familiar, a clamshell device, It's two
1: halves of a sphere?
0: It's two halves of a hollow sphere. So it's more of a cannonball. Yeah, Yeah. it's basically a cannonball. (laughs) How is that a
1: clamshell?
0: Yeah, I've never seen a clam that looks like that before. Put your goods in the dick cannonball. (laughs) (laughs) The ball ball. So yeah, it's it's the ball's ball. (laughs) So they give me this ball's ball uh, made of lead. The thing weighs, I mean, each half of this thing probably weighs like 8 to 10 pounds. So
1: I mean, it literally is a cannonball. It is a cannonball (laughs) that you put in your junk. For your balls.
0: Okay, so she then the nurse says, Okay, do you want you know, do you want me to help you get that in there? And I was like, No. N no, I d sorry no I do not. You just step out of the room, I'll take care of it. So she steps out of the room. Wait,
1: wait, okay, hold on a second. Hmm. So it's two halves of a cannonball. Right. Is there is there also because no it's got to it's got to close. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? So, there, so there's also <laughs> a hole. Well, so here's I here's assume? the design problem. I don't know what
0: Satanus designed this damn thing, but it's like the hole is first of all tiny. Okay, so you got to like you got to pack all your stuff in you there, and squ- then it's really squish it. It's not it's not like a deep <laughs> hole at all. Mm. Okay, so what this means is that no matter how you put your junk in there, when you go to close that cannonball, the top half onto the bottom half, something's getting pinched. something's getting pinched.
1: Just every <laughs> time. So it's, it's getting pinched between two legs halves of a cannonball. Yes, yeah. a, this was my Wednesday. It's one of okay. the
0: worst places to get your junk pinched. So yeah. I spend like two minutes wrangling my stuff into this, thing. and the, and then I yell for the nurse. I'm like, oh, I'm good. And the nurse comes out, and uh, you know, pull up my gown so she can inspect. And she looks at it, and then she looks at me, and she goes, <laughs> "You, uh, you don't actually have to put your penis in it." <laughs> and, and. <laughs> You know, I've never, I've never, you've never, well, you've never done it. I've never done that, you know. I I cut her off, so I guess it's kind of my fault at the beginning. Yeah, of She's so I guess explaining. she
1: thought she thought that goods just meant testicles. I guess apparently.
0: goods is the whole package. Uh yeah. as is package. Yeah, package is the whole goods. Then yeah. I had the sort of question where I'm like, well, can I put a <laughs> penis in it? Because you know, <laughs> well, you don't want to. I'm gonna irradi- get irradiated. Yeah, you don't want to get. Yeah. Um, she said, you know, it doesn't. Apparently, it doesn't matter.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they don't need to radiate your dick, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do they? Well, that? probably. Can you I don't. I you don't get, think I don't I don't think there you. are any lymph nodes in your dick there aren't
0: yeah, so yeah nodes. i mean i apparently like dick cancer is not a thing that they worry about as a secondary cancer from this treatment so <laughs> is there dick cancer is i'm sure there is cancer? there There's cancer is in yeah. that's thing. probably that's the name rare. of it dick yeah. cancer <laughs> 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 i'm sorry sir you've been you've been diagnosed this stage four dick cancer dick cancer <laughs> What? Um, uh, but yeah, that's so that a was, laughing matter. Somebody was, has it. Somebody has it. That was what happened on Wednesday to me. Uh, I well, didn't that's, actually, that's a typical Wednesday. It has me. been. Yeah. It has been a shockingly typical Wednesday actually for the past while. I um, always I, when you t- I heard that story the first time I was thinking of those that joke people always say when they're like oh instructions unclear dick caught in ceiling. Instructions unclear. <laughs> put my dick in a lead ball. <laughs> uh, we didn't know that was yeah alright so you guys probably just got a a bit more of an earful (laughs) (laughs) than anticipated but you know what that's that's what happens sometimes on the butter, the buttercast. This right. yeah. Um Other things in the news that we want to talk about before we get into more gaming raid stuff.
1: What is happening in the news? I haven't even looked at those. Uh, Sam
0: actually looked at the news this past week. Yeah, so what? I read the news on occasion. So um, happened, Sam. I was I was basically inebriated for most of the last week, so I don't. I was I didn't know what was happening. Seth was on vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read and found out that comically Coca Cola. Comically Coca Cola. Comically Coca Cola. Is, uh, has been putting money into a nonprofit that is essentially buying research that shows, and I put shows in air quotes, uh, that diet is a less important factor for weight loss and health than exercise. Ha, False. Um, of course, this is because apparently soda profits are down like twenty
1: percent in the last five years. Well, Good. you know
0: what's—you know what's going to happen actually. What? There's a big push now to get a percent daily value attached to sugar. Oh, I thought
1: that actually passed. Isn't that going to happen? Well, I—I I,
0: I don't know if it's passed or whatever. Like, there's a—it's in the works though. Yeah. Mm. So that's probably uh, why they're doing this. And so the yeah, of course, the problem now is—is uh. is no adult man should have more than something like nine grams no it's like 32 grams that, like it's a okay. maximum
1: yeah it's a right. max because the fact is it's you, not recommended it's just like you literally need it, zero
0: yeah if you're going to have it don't have more than this much it's like f- oh, a few yeah. teaspoons right worth. Yeah. and for women it's like 27 grams and if you look at the like a soda a 20 ounce soda that has like what 60 grams like it's like twice your maximum oh, daily delicious. recommended i think a, it has
1: like a, a normal like a 12 ounce can i think has thirty two 30, 32 grams, right it. and then so yeah it's, it's Just over the maximum, the maximum, that's, I mean, that's the max. That's the unhealthy. That's like as unhealthy as you're supposed to be.
0: Right. Or say like a candy bar or whatever. Yeah. So they're, they're about to get snockered. Because if anybody actually does pick up one of those things and looks at the nutrition label, they're going to be like, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to be drinking 12 of these a day. Yeah, I shouldn't be consuming 400 grams of sugar a day. So the other thing that they noted was that uh, one of the most recent uh, big pieces of research to come out, exercise and that sort of thing, they took two... Uh, large groups, I think 200 people each. Uh, large in the... Large in both sense. They're obese the, the group was large, but so were the people. And... Uh, Although
1: 200 group. people is a tiny number of people doing so listen, listen, scientists.
0: So they put... Just they had saying. these two big groups of people and... Uh,
1: they had these two small groups of big people.
0: And one of... <laughs> uh, one of them had they had well, they they had them work out super uh, basically work out you know, an hour and a half a day, um, but keep their diet the same. And the total weight loss over a six week period for men was like four pounds, and for women was about two pounds. Right. So the whole point has been, and it's been pretty much shown now that just what you eat is kind of what determines your shapeliness. Well, I think it's it's pretty obvious if you look at like if you've ever ridden a uh, exercise bike or run on a, on a treadmill, and then you look at the calories counter, yeah, it's like you if burn if you,
1: like no fucking calories. Yeah. If
0: yeah. you run on that thing for like an hour, you're like, oh, I just burned like 350 calories. That's and my best you crispy eat, treat for earlier. Yeah. If you eat yeah. a single dinner roll, that's like seven times that.
1: I'm pretty sure you the burn more that. calories just being alive than you do exercising for half. Yeah. You know? I mean,
0: exercise has a ton of other good benefits. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's good for you, and you should do it. Yeah. But, but it's not shouldn't... really. It's not really for losing losing. You weight is well, diet. what
0: you shouldn't do is go run for 20 minutes and be like, I fucking earned time for this. a soda, and
1: then go like eat a donut.
0: <laughs> Because yeah. you, as we talked about, actually, at the beginning of yesterday's pod, or last week's podcast, you just undid the whole exercise. You had an undo nut. It's an undo that's, nut. That's right. Be very careful. So, undo but
1: if you're going to yeah. have that donut anyway, then you sh- well, it's okay should, to shouldn't. exercise. As a way to, like, get rid of the donut you just ate. Yeah, Yeah. or if
0: you're yeah. going to have a donut anyway, don't eat lunch or breakfast. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> do, because the I love eating,
1: eating candy, out. so I just eat candy. <laughs> it's the only yeah, effective actually, way to control which, it. Yeah, and Adam, I am not obese, even though I only eat candy, and I don't exercise. It's because calories, I still calories. don't eat very much.
0: Yeah, Yeah. one M&M a day, boom. Keep, keeps the and, doctor and nothing away. else keeps, keeps the doctor, doctor.
1: <laughs> Uh in
0: other confusing news, uh Donald Trump, he's now surging up to 22%. What is the deal? I watched the recap. Wait, 22% of,
1: of what? Of the of the like the polled Republicans or something? Yeah. Yeah. Is that how that works? Okay.
0: Yeah. The, so the the website uh Real Clear Politics, they aggregate all these pollings. Ah. So so to kind of
1: offset the biased, you know. Wait, how many shit. is that a plurality? No, I think he needs a third. I don't yeah. know, but how, I mean, how I mean, many? Well, there's like a hundred candidates or something. There's like well, yeah, it's, it's
0: all cut up, and there's lots of ten. So the next snitters, one
1: but... is Jeb Bush at ten percent, or well, no, at twelve oh. percent. But
0: did you guys see the? But he's
1: winning by like twofold or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you
0: see the debate
1: highlights or anything though?
0: No. I mean, he. So he. He like. Directly on national television, calls Rosie O'Donnell a like a fat, ugly pig. Like I kid you not, during the debate. Yeah, that's So, so a long time ago, I was in this group that we would we would every month we'd get together and debate stuff. Mm-hmm. It was called Grab a Brew, Share Your. And one of the questions that we were debating it was the it was the lamest Grab a Brew event ever because the question was, uh, is America. A represented actually a representative democracy oh, and no well the the first guy who went up he just said i think yes because our politicians uh basically don't get anything done they're very self-interested they're greedy they're mostly just there seeking power and money and they don't really care about anybody else and in that sense they're a pretty good representation of the American <laughs> public. and uh and everybody was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and there was no debate. Nobody else went up and said anything, and then we all just went home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this so, is
0: a this is a curious thing. Donald Trump is nailing it. Super, super interested in seeing the debate between Donald so Trump weird. and someone else. Well, okay, yeah. so now
1: who then who's running on the? Like I've literally heard nothing about the Democrats. Well, you got
0: Senate. you got like Hillary and Bernie. On... Hillary is at fifty five percent, which is why you don't hear anything. Yeah, uh, she's thought of as a shoe in, and then yeah, Bernie Sanders is next at like nineteen, but he's surging forever. up. Like, yeah, he's, he's been climbing a. Like he's crazy. starting to chip away. Okay, so he might numbers. come in there,
1: but if not, he'd probably be like the vice president candidate. Maybe. Maybe is that how that works? I don't know how that works. I don't. Know. I think. But... I think it's
0: just going to be Joe Biden now forever. All I know is I president. actually, <laughs> I really would like to see a debate between Donald Trump and someone else that
1: lasts for like forty five minutes to an hour. Oh, yeah.
0: Because, I mean, that would be incredible television to watch.
1: Yeah, well it'll also be interesting to watch a debate between him and someone who isn't also insane.
0: Yes. You know? <laughs> right. Just to see where it goes. I yeah. feel like though he I feel like though he would That's, escalate. Well, you can't, the yeah, you can't argue against insanity. Exactly. So but so the person he's debating would eventually come off sounding just as crazy as he does <laughs> by
1: the end of it because <laughs> Yeah. You you, you got to
0: you got to rise to the occasion. Like you got to rise to the level of the craziest person in the room in order to converse with them. So you know
1: that's true yeah because actually the only a- appropriate strategy in a in a quote-unquote debate against a person who doesn't actually use logic is just to not have it in this place but that's yeah, you got to just You out can't crazy do that, him. though in politics you yeah. got to out crazy him. well yeah, it's working for
0: it. it's working for old Donny old Donny and his hairpiece yeah <laughs> So maybe his hairpiece would be vice president.
1: Is it actually a hairpiece or is it real hair? It's a hairpiece. There's no way hairpiece. that's real hair. I think it's a hairpiece. It's so, well,
0: the mis- maybe, then, maybe someone will call him out and they'll say, we need your birth certificate for your hideous hairpiece. Okay, here's the question though. It. If that is a hairpiece, that means that every day he's voluntarily picking that thing up and being like, this looks good and putting it <laughs> on his head. That sort of judgment. making an active decision yeah. to <laughs> That sort of judgment <laughs> is not the sort that I want in the White House paint, Yeah. You know?
1: Everything well, else is fine, though. Everything else but, is fine. He's um, an upstanding guy. And
0: speaking of rising rising quickly, there's a little, little old game called Rocket League.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was quite a transition. Thank you. Thank I you didn't much. know uh, what you were going to do there. But...
0: <laughs> a little game called Rocket League. I think it's 20 bucks on Steam right now. Yep, it
1: is. I just bought it this morning.
0: It's blown up like crazy. So uh, Seth got it and played it yesterday and then basically just sort of said, oh, my God. We need to play this tomorrow. I I played it for two hours last night and I just had this like stupid grin on my face the entire time I was playing it. <laughs> so we uh, uh, we booted it up over lunch. I think we ended up playing for like an hour. Yeah, we played too great.
1: <laughs> but it was still it was a fair lunch break.
0: Well, the games are only they're only like five minutes, maybe like eight, if you go into like a crazy overtime. You have or one really long.
1: Yeah, finish. so there's always no, there's there's enough time for one more. There's always you know? enough time mm-hmm. for one
0: more game, which is Forever, very you know. And for for those who, who are not familiar with, you with what it is, it's a it's basically a three on three or four on four soccer game. Wait, what's it called again? Rocket League. Rocket, Rocket League. League.
1: I always want to call it Rocket Jump, which is a different game um, yeah, that also exists.
0: But it's three v three or four v four, and it's soccer, but the ball is enormous you're driving a race car that also happens to have a jet engine on the back of it. And crazy hydraulics, so it can jump into... So people are doing these these crazy acrobatic maneuvers, and your goal is, of course, just to score goals, and that's it. Uh, the goal is goals. The goal is goals. Yeah, but it's like soccer. The amount of crazy stuff that happens is just off the charts, and then they do a replay after every goal is scored. So you get to see everybody just flipping around and, and trying to hit stuff. Terribly. On top of that, they did this thing, which I think is just phenomenal, which is that when someone scores a goal, instead of the ball just, you know, like disappearing or something like that, uh, the ball just detonates. In this huge explosion that flings everybody backward. It just sends a shockwave across the entire map. And so, inevitably, at the end of the replay, everybody's just flying all over the place. I mean, it's it's a built-in fireworks show. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know how when uh, when somebody gets a home run in baseball, mm-hmm. they would shoot off fireworks if it's the home team. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody gets a fireworks show in Rocket That's right, <laughs> right. Super fun to play. Um, but it's we'll also be hilarious
1: because I mean, you're driving cars trying to play soccer, right? I mean, it's clumsy. It's just it's clumsy.
0: Like, I was actually thinking it's like surgeon simulator.
1: Yeah, it's it's sort of like the only <laughs> only like except with surgeon simulator, you can't also be skillful at it because it's just
0: it's designed for you to be it, bad at it. Yeah, but right? this
1: game is like you can still become really skillful at it, uh, but it's always gonna look awkward you know like almost no matter what
0: except when you when you do score a goal a lot of times it looks amazing it Like it, look it really looks happened, like you yeah. totally planned it uh except we had we had a couple goals where sam sort of like at one point sam awkwardly like flew sideways through the air like banged into it <laughs> and then the ball got wedged between sam and the wall and then the other team smashed into sam's car and flung his car into the ball and then the ball went in so you got, got uh, an which assist. it still it was a good cool goal. and
1: almost purposeful
0: it was a great thing yeah so Sam still got credit for the goal because he was the last one to touch the ball so
1: Yeah. There you go. Skills. Skills. Yeah, you should so you should totally pick up this game.
0: Yeah, we'll play we'll play against anybody. Anyone Yeah, we'll you. take on your three too. <laughs> <and laughs> anybody who was decided. We've, we've got a good like a couple
1: hours in Can you maybe, wait, can you purposely three us. like fu- go against people? I'm Is sure a, you can. Yeah. You can make probably. a friends on Well there's match.
0: ranked matches and stuff too. And there's so. private matches. Oh, there oh private yeah, there's matches. private matches. There's also a, a season where you you make a little like uh team of bots and then you play through a season kind of like you would do in oh. like FIFA or Madden or whatever oh. uh, so you can you can get good practicing with that cool yeah
1: and we do we do have a steamer by the way that you can oh yeah bed. what is it yeah, called that, it's, I think it's it's probably called Butterscotch Shenanigans. I think is, it is. Is my guess. Uh, but it was set up by some of the people who are running our forums. Um, so you can join that up, find some other B-Scotch uh, fans and players, and then, then some some Rocket Rocket. Games. Yeah, and then play against us in rock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and also on the other game news front, we'll move into the actual studio game news. Sure, no. let's do it. Uh, which is just a general update on Crashlands. The biggest point of which I think is just the fact that Friday we'll be announcing some stuff about the beta. Yeah, the beta won't yeah. actually be starting on, on Friday.
1: Yeah, Correct. Uh, and, and just for those of you who might know, the last time we had, you know, when we set up the beta application and all that kind of stuff, which is still live, so you can go apply at crashlands. When we set that up, we told everybody our goal was to be ready to start the beta when Sam went in for his transplant, which is now coming up next week. Yeah. So that's not quite what's going to happen, but we're actually still pretty close to that. So, so in any event, on Friday we're going to give you all the details of what's going to happen. Yeah, yes. we just we
0: just have a lot of sort of like I think it was like stitching. Like we have all the pieces of this like quilt laid out. Well, we just I can't need to remember kind of like cement them together with yeah, stitches.
1: Uh, <laughs> a, no, cement, uh, yeah, sure, sure cement. Said. That metaphor got away from me. Guys. <laughs> <Did a> little <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry Is did, on our last podcast, Sam? Were you done with the story at that point, or did that happen after? Uh,
0: I believe that happened the day. After. okay
1: so that is a huge piece of news, which is that Sam completed the draft of Crashland story. Yeah.
0: And by now I actually rewrote last week it also. Yeah, and he so, rewrote
1: well the Savannah now is, 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 is rewritten done, rewritten and done, although we'll be adding side quests and stuff, but but it's done. Right. So
0: the we, Yeah, we actually got a question about that.
1: Did we? What yeah. was the question? We should just answer it right now. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah, the question was uh yeah, having is from Gafferman. Having made mostly games with a light approach to story. Plus characters, mostly there for comedic quips. Uh, How do you approach writing the story and characters for Crashlands? And how challenging is it putting a narrative into a game with procedural generation? First off, let me say... Sam, uh, answer it. I have never taken a light approach to the stories in our games, Gafferman. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the story of, of Brad and Will trying to get to space in Flop Rocket... It's it a the deep it's story. An, it's an endearing tale of our generation. I think it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm insulted that and, you don't share my my uh, level of respect. I mean, respect if you for, didn't for shed if... a tear when you went to space... I mean, when Brad or Will went to space. Right. Or one or of uh,
1: the millions of disposable pilots went to space. The heroes. The heroes. <laughs> who sacrificed themselves. Yeah. If you didn't shed a tear at that then. I, I don't know. Uh, you're so not, You're not even a person, I yeah. guess.
0: It is true that we basically, we always put story in the game last. Uh, and it's also the case for Crashlands too. And I know we've talked to a lot of game studios where they, you know, they set up like art boards and uh, you know, f- feeling like they head down to the hardware store and just get some like two by fours and yeah, mm-hmm. draw pictures on them. Yeah, art boards, literal boards, <laughs> boards of art. I'm not too familiar with conventional game studio process. Yeah, well, that's so basically <laughs> we don't do that. So we basically put the mechanics in and then put a bunch of loops on top of it. Until the game feels really good,
1: and they were like, how do we decorate this with something funny?
0: But the, the question is the question is why? Why does story exist? And why does it exist, Sam? I think the important thing to note is that the most, the most, most important thing for a game is actually the game. And what we mean by that is the, the system of loops and the mechanics for interactivism. Yeah. Um story and narrative, uh, I mean, you can have plenty of games that have no narrative, right? So I mean, Rocket League for we're just raving about this game. Literally nothing to do. No story. No back history. No lore. You're just... Some it's, cars. Well, just just sports. in cars. I mean, right. I think what makes it work is that they actually convey it as if you're playing in, like, a professional sport. Yeah, there's, like, an arena. Like, there's exactly. a crowd waving, but it's, like, it's But something that's actually important and,
1: about uh, professional sports is that they actually generate backstory because... You know, fans get really into the players, into the teams, and, and all that kind of stuff. So that got that really hardcore player. There's actually real backstory to professionals.
0: Right, but it's all about the game. It's all centered yeah. around the game. Like um, WWE. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, So totally. It's, it's centered
1: around the <laughs> game, but then also people who get really into it actually get to use backstory to prop up the game and make it important. So yes. That, so that not only is it fun, but it's actually a core piece of yeah as and a from a follow from
0: a design perspective, we want you know we want two things to happen. One is that uh, players end up having essentially a unified sort of series of events that they can talk to each other about. so you can say, oh did you did you find the baconweed fairy and kill it? did you know this? um that sort of thing, and the other one is actually to provide narrative provides a sort of third hook to pull players through all the loops and stuff that that exist in the game. yeah. Uh, the reason that's important is because not having a purpose is kind of
1: makes you feel. Well, I think I think a straight. great I
0: think a great example would be for you to imagine if you've played any of the Di- um As Sam Sam just put up a blog post on Gama Sutra by the way, uh, mm-hmm. which was a talk that he gave, which involved this very concept, which is uh, which is in the in Diablo, you spend about ninety nine percent of your time or more not fighting Diablo. Uh, you are just killing random zombie stuff, and uh, you get these little actually quests. yeah way more than that right. Right? Like yeah. how, 90, how long is the game? Like, 10 hours? I mean, yeah, it was like 12 hours, and then the last like five minutes is Diablo. Yeah. Um, and so imagine if, instead of the game being called Diablo, it was just called, like, Kill a Shitload of Zombies. And, and it, and, uh, a bigger it never went anywhere. And you well, just, and there are and you games just kind like of. Yeah, but you just kind of roam around the world killing zombies, leveling up, getting new abilities to kill more zombies yeah. better, faster, harder. Uh, after an hour of this, you'd be like, "Is this going anywhere? I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't really see myself carrying forward. Uh, I see. I kind of see the trajectory this has taken me, and you just kind of stop. So having that having that reason to exist is really." I think it really is kind of the thing that pulls you. So in a game like Terraria, which is more of like an open world thing, uh, you kind of give yourself those. Right. But even there, I mean, this is one of the things that we tried to address with Crashlands, actually, even there, it's actually really hard because you don't, as a player, you don't know what's actually important in the game. So no. having having the you developer put well, that onus on you to decide what's well, important. Well, not only
1: that, but but what's important isn't even told to you in the game. You actually have to go outside of the game. Yeah, to, to the, the, to, the to the player, you know, knowledge base to figure out what's important and how to. Yeah.
0: So as far as then uh, to answer the question of how how does the approach for writing the story and characters go? Um, essentially, it comes down to to melding the narrative with the storyline or with, sorry, the narrative with the actual progression of content, such that uh, we have a, a sort of a, a blocking list of recipes that the character cannot get until they, you know, do particular story elements. Um, and the reason is that for that is not to provide basically a block, but is actually to make it so that getting, say, the pickaxe you know is essentially the next thing you need to do because the story has kind of given you this framework to work with and to do. Right. So if you're ever confused about what you should be doing, uh, you just open up your quest log. Yep. Yeah. And that will kind of lead you in the general direction. Of even progress. Even, even uh, geographically, it'll lead to general direction. So world you've before...
1: always got stuff to do. It was like... Yeah.
0: And yep. I think the, one of the good models we've used uh, just for thinking about stuff is actually Skyrim, which if anybody's familiar with, uh, it, you know, it's set in this huge open world. Um, and it is the same every time but if you basically where we're at with Crashlands right now is that we have that core story basically done and what that core story does is it 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 takes you from you know, your Start starting to point finish. to the end of the game, so to speak. Um, shows you how to use various, you know, parts of the of the game systems. And if you just did that, uh, in in the case of Skyrim, the game's over in like six or seven hours. Yeah, you can do the whole storyline very quick. But all the additional content is. A sort I think of if you put side. in that mod that turns you into Sonic the Hedgehog, I think it's a two or three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh So so our approach is essentially that's that same sort of idea where we have this big um, this big progress gating story and then we say okay if if it's the case that we want to make it so that the player needs to say the pickaxe at this point uh given what's happened previously how could it be relevant for a tendrom for an npc of some sort to give you this you know as a thing to do and those tend to just be those are anything from you know this guy lost his he lost his grandmammy and you need to make him a memorial omelet to (laughs) to for him to eat (laughs) you, you need to go take out this crazy demonic turtle, because science. Um, so there, are the- have also got a little story. Of, there's this guy... There's this type of plant called a squee. It's kind of like a weird little cactus thing. And there's a little mini story where there's this guy who's kind of a like a master worker. He's a squee smith. Mm-hmm. And you have to go learn how to work the squee, you know? So you become <laughs> like an apprentice... Of his, and he'll teach you all these different recipes if you help him out around his squeeze shop kind of a thing. Yeah, you go in there, he's got like a ton of tables and chairs just laying. He's been <laughs> making all kinds of stuff. Um, so it's it certainly is interesting and a little bit uh, uh, weird because it takes the, it's like taking an open sandbox game and then putting it on, on a sort of linear track, right? Which can be very, you gotta be careful. Um, I guess that's, that's the easiest thing to say about it. You gotta be very careful to make sure you don't. Break the game, and that's basically been our it has been our mantra internally for the last like six months. Is don't break it, don't fuck it up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which it, we have done multiple times in the past six months. Yeah, but it's like surgery. Yeah, it's like you got to cut something open to make it better, fix it before you stitch it back up. So or spend um, it. And or all of the all of the needs as far as uh, procedural generation are concerned, the map sort of builds itself as you as you go, but uh, it has distinct. Sort of biomes and subbiomes within it. And so it's really a matter of putting the proper outpost, the proper sort of town or whatever in the correct location on the map uh, with whatever
1: sort of variety is inherent there. So- yeah, because then you then you know when the, because of the fact that the resources and everything else themselves actually have tier or quality or whatever associated And as long as you, so so the way that we set it up is that the, the map itself distributes those so that things get higher level as you move the center and the story also takes you through the higher level of content in the center. and so, you know, it's actually not easy but it's a, it's a fairly straightforward problem. Yeah, it's also
0: a pretty cool safeguard because if we set up the story so that, for example... A player can't get something that they need in order to collect a higher level resource that's very prevalent in like a more dangerous area later on uh, then they don't really have a very good reason to go there because they haven't they haven't done the story part to get the thing that they need to send them out there on purpose yeah and so so in that sense it sort of creates this disincentive to keep people from getting in over their heads and like wandering in like you know uh, when when you play terraria if you were just like dig straight down or like in minecraft like you end up in these crazy places that you really just don't belong and you just get crushed by all the enemies yeah so the, the trick with game design is to deliver you to a place where your skills and the game get matched up yeah. uh such that it's, it's perfectly different and this basically i guess uh again to re-answer the question that's what the narrative putting a narrative layer on top of the game design systems allows us to do in, a, in an open world which yeah. normally it's just chaos yeah <laughs> so it's actually easier than it's kind like of you walked into the wrong side of town and then you just yeah. did um so next question that's a fair answer it's good. Yeah. Um uh, we can jump to this one real quick which is uh the one True Michael asked. Would you guys ever consider extending your episode?
1: I think we just did. I think
0: we just did. So your wish is granted. You yeah. did?
1: Yes. Just now? I, I, mm-hmm. They've been they've been creeping up. They've been creeping uh, up in time. We've, we've been talking a lot. This is that feature creep I've been hearing
0: about. <laughs> yeah, well it's it's uh, impacting everything in our studio now. Even the podcast. So there you go Michael. Enjoy. Enjoy your extra couple minutes. Your
1: extra seven. But I guess For a real answer to that question, Uh, at some point, as we get more listeners and that sort of thing, if if people get really into the podcast and it, you know, and it's a thing that our players like. Then we'll spend more time. Uh, you know, right now the the following is it's more limited, and we are trying to appease. Yeah. So, so you know,
0: it might be one of those situations. though. what was that kind of thing called, Sam? A statement whose inverse is the explanation of itself. Right. Where you're like, well, I'm not going to put time in the podcast because it's because not worth nobody, my time. Listens to it. nobody listens to Because nobody listens <laughs> to it. Right. If you flip that around, it becomes its own explanation. <laughs> yep. Maybe. I suspect that's <laughs> not the case in this particular situation. Uh, I don't bother taking showers because ladies are thing. interested in me. For all of you, for for all of you listening.
1: If you if you want more of the podcast, then you should tell your friends to listen.
0: That's true. Yeah, or spread the word. Tell your mother; she's an athlete. Yeah, I, I just
1: assumed you were friends. We with your
0: like, mother. we like it. Aggravatus, <laughs> uh, aggravatus, aggravatus. There yes. are so many ways I could take that name. Aggravatus. Uh, where do you get the inspiration for the characters in your games? Nowhere. <laughs> so if you want to know uh, a little secret. secret. A little Butter, secret is scotch secret. Most of our characters stem from Sam's. do say it. Say ability. Use your words carefully. Sam's ability to draw to not
1: be able to do stuff. Wait, uh, also, <laughs> to
0: how long it would take to animate. So, the, so re- the reason the quadrupus actually only has four tentacles. It was supposed to be octopus rampage. It was, but I didn't want to draw as, eight arms. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was like, "Can we?" I believe the conversation was literally just Sam saying, "I don't really want to draw eight tentacles." <laughs> What if we did four? And I said, yeah. And that was it. Seems reasonable. So that's how Tack was born. Uh, Hardick, with his Indianness, basically came from Sam. So for the reason he's elderly is because Sam was like, I can't draw a face. Can we just slap like a big gray beard on him? <laughs> okay, now he's an old man. Uh, and also, I can't draw arms. Bing. What if we just stuck his arms behind his back? Okay, now he's a gentle. Let's just put a suit on him. <laughs> it's very proper. Uh, so we just that. we kind of roll.
1: We roll was the with... monocle a consequence of that, so that the entire story. The monocle
0: because... came from him being a gentle yeah. with his arms behind his. Back. It was also because of the fact that I can't draw faces very well. So, so having we a to monocle cover it up with as many things. As a possible. monocle plus a mustache and beard. <laughs> that's that one there's... eye. Yeah, that's it. No, no, no he doesn't have a nose. No yeah, he has no nose. No one's gonna be like, Oh, this face doesn't look right. It's all covered up. You can't even tell. Exactly. No complaints. <laughs> so uh so that's where the inspiration uh, is. You just need to you just need to get it done. It doesn't need to be perfect. And yeah. Flux Flux and Crash was originally a little Flux has gone through four Yeah, we talked versions. about this last week, I think,
1: didn't we? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, so
1: Flux's design was because she needed to have interchangeable limbs. Yeah, because
0: the original version of Crashlands was (laughs) you could pick things up in the world and then use them as limbs. Yeah, you'd so be, like, be like, "Oh, a stick—that's my arm now." And we they... actually had that working for a while, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the problem is, if everything needs to be usable as a limb, then everything in the world needs to have a particular shape. It's got a limb shape, which is turns out to be super boring. Uh, yeah, if every tree or stick is exactly the size of an arm or a leg and is shaped like it was one. also just really damn weird. At the end of the day, you're just desocketing <laughs> your shoulders. Well, we just we didn't have a vision for it other than being like, "That'd be cool." But we didn't we didn't actually come up with a gameplay mechanic for it. We just we were like let's just put it in. We implemented it to see if we could do something with it, and we couldn't. So then so Flux became a spaceman, and then a, but actually then a delivery bef- truck before she was woman. a delivery truck driver, she was a, a, like a generic spaceman. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Who the idea originally is actually was that in Crashlands you'd be able to name and then sort of customize choose you know, the colors choose of your, the colors suit. your suit in your visor. Um. But once we decided that, that we was because we had we had a, a multiplayer story. concept originally. Right. Yeah. So once we decided that we actually wanted to tell a story with the game and make it more of a you know an actual adventure for a person rather than for generic hero. Um, then, then we had basic purple. Yeah, it had to be purple. Uh, so that's that's where our inspiration comes from a, a limited skill set. My limited skill set. To be fair. Yeah, I was being... <laughs> I appreciate well, it. Birdies. It is on the animation <laughs> side as well,
1: when it sets problem probably yeah. yeah
0: I mean I don't want to procedurally animate eight tentacles no yeah way. we don't we don't have any animation engine in-house either yeah so that means everything needs to be simple
1: well I mean Seth is the so like Wompits oh, yeah.
0: have one leg you know that's because be two legs would be too many two legs, that's a lot of legs to animate that's twice as many legs if you're wondering why yeah. most things <laughs> bounce around and fly it's because it's easy to yeah animate. if you see if you <laughs> see anything floating in our games with no like without without physical contact with the ground that is guaranteed not because <laughs> <laughs> because we thought it would be better like to encapsulate that character or anything, or because we had a vision for that character as a flying thing... It's just because we didn't want to put legs on it, because then we had to animate them, and... You don't have time for that. <laughs> don't <have> time <laughs> you don't have time for, for that, that. so that's...
1: Uh, yeah, there are a lot of bouncingers.
0: Inspiration from laziness. That's, <laughs> uh... In ignorance, yeah. Um, all right, Gafferman also asks, Now that you're opening up for user-generated content with the Crashlands Creator, I'm curious what other games that allow users to create content that you found the most fun and or interesting. Kerbal Space Program. Mmm, Seth's is on a KSP kick. Although I haven't played it in a long... I feel like I... The problem is I kind of did everything. And I downloaded all kinds of... But yeah, you can get all kinds of great mods... For that game. Uh, I got one that makes my ships explode on re-entry. You can get robotic parts like arms and claws and pistons.
1: They incorporated a lot of that stuff in the version 1.0. Though. Yeah, they,
0: they rolled a whole bunch of stuff in. The best one was the kethane or kethane pending. Uh, which is a, is like a thing you can land on different planets and then you can scan those planets for this magical resource kethane which you can suck out of the ground and then you can convert it into fuel. So if you set up like kethane sp- Generating space stations and stuff way out into the distance, then it makes planning for missions a lot easier because you yeah. can just make your own make your own juice. So, but yeah, Kerbal Space Program has a huge mod. Yeah, I think the ones the ones I found the most comical are, are the Skyrim, just because some of them are just insane. If you I look like... up the uh, the Ultimate Skyrim video on YouTube, where <laughs> I yeah. think the dragon is replaced with Thomas the train engine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's all sorts of crazy stuff, and uh, my favorite reason for that actually though was because they they never have a fist fighting skill tree in that game. They they, never they always they always make like a vague nod toward yeah. Like, there's always like, something in there that makes you think that, that using you your fists is a thing you can do. So I just want to punch everything. That's all I do in Fallout. In any, they game have the that, power fist in Fallout. Yeah, they yeah. actually have fist fighting as like a skill. Um, so unarmed combat, right? Is the is the skill. So Ronda Rousey, yeah, going the Ronda Rousey route, yeah. Uh, which I always just think is so fun because you're just you're punching dragons and stuff in the face. It's just the best. So yeah. I found a mod. There's Nothing more badass than me. there's a mod that actually lets you do that adds another constellation or whatever the hell. For the skill trees in Skyrim that lets you do unarmed combat. Seriously? Um, I'm going to play that now. I played Skyrim Skyrim for about 20 minutes and they were like, I picked the cat people. Yeah,
1: so you the punch cat, stuff in the face. Because the
0: cat person, the description is like, hey, the cat people hit things really hard with yeah. their fists. And I was like, yep. And then <laughs> I started playing, and I found that that was it. There was no way for me There's to... There's no other improvement. Yeah. Yeah, so this one actually has okay, full... Okay, like, I'm going to play that now. Full on, full on.
1: <laughs> yeah, for the most part, the, I guess my experience with the mods is I always play the vanilla version of games... And then tend to move on to another game without going back and playing mods. Kerbal Space River was an exception, but uh, and also Fallout, I guess. Uh, I I use some of the mods that make the world look a little less depressing because yeah, that, that game is that, so great. That gray on gray on gray <laughs> green. Yeah, holy crap! Just, just uh, just I mean, it does a good job of setting the mood. That's that's for sure. Um, okay, but you good. know, I played that game a lot, and I don't need to press for that. Yeah, I don't know. For the for the most part, I find that mods tend to be too buggy or just be jokes. Yeah. So. Which is, I mean, which is funny. Like, it's funny to watch a YouTube video where the dragon is now Thomas the train but I don't really need to play a game that has like <laughs> hours, you know?
0: yeah, yeah well it kind of comes back to that first thing we talked about where that whole you know needing to have a goal in the game yeah is like, okay, it like sort of I'm gonna kill this dragon out. but then if you're like okay the dragon is now Thomas the train engine I don't really <laughs> feel that immersed anymore right. I'm, not, I'm questioning my motives all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
1: yeah well it's, it's kind of like like I mean it's kind of like when you play I played Doom 3 a long time ago and it was it, like terrified the crap out of me and I was terrible at it so I was like, I'm going to go get all the cheats and then, you know, get all the badass weapons and everything else. And then immediately I was overpowered and it wasn't fun. Yep. You ruined your own fun. I ruined my own fun. And to me, the mods tend to do, for the most part, tend to do the same thing. Although, uh... And, and, and it's because I think as we talked about maybe the last podcast, uh, when you ask players what they want, ourselves as players, we want to win, right? Which Without is, realizing, yeah. but the winning least is fun not thing. fun. Yeah. Winning is actually like the moment you win is fun, but the only reason that winning is fun is because you overcame it overcame a, a challenge.
0: It's that whole killing Diablo thing. Ninety nine percent of your game time needs to be you not winning in order yeah. for the winning to be really meaningful.
1: Or or winning yeah. uh, lesser victories that are still a challenge, right?
0: But yeah, those those close games are the ones that really that you remember, right? <laughs> (laughs) If you win, if you win fourteen zero in Rocket League, you're like, whatever. What a bunch of (laughs) chumps! Right. right, Actually, that's
1: that's true. We had had some awesome games when we were playing today, and the most like absolutely my favorite ones were especially two where we went into overtime one of the overtimes was longer than the original itself yeah. was yeah we had one we just point like stuck where we just in it got it and back
0: it. and forth for like seven minutes
1: yeah and we we're just so close to hitting a goal every single time and never quite got it in and it got more exciting every time we fucked up yep and then we lost, <laughs> and then we lost. <laughs> but it was still awesome but it was so. fun to lose in that scenario I mean. yeah
0: all right well I think we'll we'll wrap this longer episode you're welcome the one you my up of coffee with butterscotch and we will see you guys or I guess Adam and Seth will see you next Wednesday
1: week. we'll see you with our eyeballs see you with, with your yeah it's ears. gonna be a new
0: we're doing a new two way uh stream yeah. where, where we, you
1: you hear us and we see yeah so.
0: and it's really weird because it's not live so I'm not I'm no, not we, quite we, sure Sister's gonna start hallucinating <laughs> later on yeah I think
1: I think the way it works is that every time you listen to our podcast we just see and we
0: also take a part <laughs> of your soul <laughs> So we can see you all the time like Santa Claus. <laughs> so thanks for that. Uh, if you guys have questions or want to discuss this podcast, you can check out the podcast itself, either through butterscotch-shenanix.com in the sidebar, or podcast.bescotch.net.
1: That's the easiest mm-hmm. way.
0: Um, and you can ask questions and chat with everybody about this. So tell all your friends, or tell none of your friends, whatever.
1: Tell your mother, though.
0: But tell your mother, though, because she needs to hear from you. She not hear from you. Nice She's a nice lady. Time. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Peace!